So we are back to uh, discuss a little bit more about the work in the Blue Valley schools this year uh, relative to strategic planning. And today we have a very special guest, Rabia Schwab, who is a Blue Valley Southwest what, what sophomore. Grade? Sophomore, and um, she is um, just going to be delightful for us to talk to today. Uh, we've had a little bit of experience um, watching what she's done at Blue Valley Southwest, and just knowing that she's a very incredible and capable person, but. Um, what we want to talk about today really is kind of things that are aspirational, the things that we kind of hope for um, out of uh, out of the student experience. And, you know, we were talking earlier that uh, as we look at this strategic plan, the, the main focus of this strategic plan is really intended to be pointed towards students. I mean, after all, students are our mission, right? They are the, the reason that we exist. And so... Uh, listening to our students through this process, but more importantly, hearing from you today is going to be just um, both a pleasure, but also essential a, right. as we kind of go through this process. So why don't you you tell our, our listeners just a little bit about you and your background and that sort of thing, and well, then, then um, we'll kind of get I into... I am a sophomore at Blue High Southwest, as yeah. you mentioned. Um, I really do love this school district for sure. I moved here from Kentucky before... Mm-hmm. Um, the year of 2017 school year started right and i loved it from the start I so think. why do you love blue valley i think um that just every even the curriculum down to the curriculum is so well structured and every year every class i've always learned something not only about you know curriculum and subjects and all that but about life and about you know how i want to go on in my future I feel like all the employees, all the teachers, everybody is very, very, very helpful. Everybody's very kind and empathetic. And um, I've always had a great time with all my teachers. And I've always learned a lot of stuff well, from you, all you, of them. <laughs> you just make our, our hearts sing with that sort <laughs> of of uh, adoration to, to what we're doing. But uh, we greatly appreciate that. And so... Speaking of that and that sort of uh, feel that that you just described to us, because um, we know that we have almost twenty three thousand students, right. and and we know that uh, school for some folks is not as as yeah. you described, and so our mantra is all means all, and uh, to a certain extent, when you think about that, there's nothing on the other side of all. Right. All means every and each student. So. So help us understand from a student perspective, what are some of the things that produce that feeling for you? You mentioned the curriculum and the teachers and those sorts of things. But you also know that there's probably some opportunities for us, some things that we can do to grow and get better. Definitely. What do you see? Um, I think student access to so many things is a really big part of it. I mean, where I came from in Kentucky, there was no such thing as honors accounting and web design and those kinds of classes and I think it's just there's a lot of opportunity for students Mm -hmm. for example I'm taking honors accounting this year and I didn't know what it was going to be like but I absolutely love it because I love math and I feel like there's just there's so much opportunity not only within the school but within the district like the student advisory council that Mm -hmm. I was on Mm -hmm. Um, and I feel like there everybody is looking for somebody who can benefit the district in a way 
the same way that I was nominated for that council and for this opportunity to come on this podcast, you know. So I think every student is really acknowledged in their skills. That's awesome. And I think that's a big part of it. Also, just, you know, acts at, like, MacBooks. I mean, that's a big deal because it makes learning so much easier, you know, especially this year after last year was kind of the test year with them. But this year now everything is on the MacBook. And at first I thought it was going to be, oh, my goodness, you know, I don't want to do everything on technology. It's going to be so much harder, but it makes everything a lot easier. Definitely. That's, that's awesome. So access certainly is one of those. And, and as you described it, what, what I kind of hear is um, we've been able to provide you uh, with access to various things, but they are kind of personalized. They're things that you right. wanted and that you were able uh, you were able to do. And so one of the things that we're striving for out of this strategic plan and the conversation that we're involving our community and our students and our staff in is how can we personalize learning for 23,000 students? I mean, when you think about that, that is a daunting task. Right, and I do think it is, it is difficult mm-hmm. to make every student, you know, get what they want for sure. But from what I have seen within my own school, um, I don't think from the changes that we made last year, any student was really negatively affected. Yeah. I really don't. Um, I think every student, again, loves the MacBooks, you know, and I have heard so many of my friends even talking about how they're going to take this elective class, like painting or drawing Mm -hmm. or things like that, that they're just so passionate about and they can actually do that on a daily basis. Because, you know, it's not easy to go home and buy all the supplies and do everything. If you want to take an art class or something like that, you have that for you there. So I do believe that I mean, of course, students want certain things that can't always be given. But in general, I think it is a very, very well-structured community in our schools. And everybody is happy with what they have. Um, I would say that some students, of course, they don't like having to, you know, be in this class or take a tech class or Mm -hmm. take an art class. But, like, I didn't want to take honors accounting this year for my tech credit but now I like it and I know a lot of students that way for example last year in my art class there were so many students I didn't want to take it but at the end of the year they were so happy with their art pieces and things like that so I do think that you know adding new things it always takes time for people to adjust but from what I have seen I have only seen people be positively impacted from every opportunity that they've gotten you know there's so many things that you said right there that I want to tease out because it was it was fabulous one of the first things that you talked about is passion. Right. And for a system to respond to the people that it serves, our students, and do so in such a way that you're able to allow people to pursue their passions is is really one of the hallmarks of, of the conversations that we're going to be in for, for this particular year. And so if you, if you don't mind, can you tell us a little bit about your passions? I mean, what are some of the things that you kind of hope and dream and aspire? Right. Um, um, well, I, I have always wanted to go into the medical field. It's That's my passion. Um, medicine, you know, science, math. I love math. Mm-hmm. Um, so this year I am taking anatomy and physiology, which again was not offered in Kentucky where I was. Right. So, and in that class, the again, the curriculum, it teaches you everything you want to know. And for me, I like the little itty bitty details and all that stuff. Um, so I think with that, I have really, really enjoyed the class thus far. It's an amazing class. 
Um, as far as like the whole math passion and stuff, I actually took two math classes last year. And the fact that they even allow you to do that, you know, and they let you go ahead and do what you want to do, even if it may be hard, I think that's a big deal, too. They give you that opportunity to pursue your passions, Mm -hmm. which is absolutely amazing. You know, you you also mentioned and just did there this notion about grit. Like, I'm taking something as a course of study that I may not necessarily want to take and that sort of thing, but I go through the experience. I kind of, you know, grit it out for a certain period of time, and at the end, I'm really proud of what I've accomplished and the things that I've made, you know, uh, relative to some of the art classes and some of those sorts of things. How important is it for us to assist students in kind of forming this skill and understanding of grit it is very important because it teaches you a lot about life in life you go through a lot of things that you don't want to go through but you pull through them regardless um i think a lot of the grit comes from you know how i don't want to say good but how good your teachers are you know for example like i said about honors accounting my teacher he is an excellent teacher and he really pushes you to strive in the class, which I think is a very important part because if I had a teacher who didn't care about what he was doing, I wouldn't like the class. You know, and so for him to be there every day with a good attitude and for the students to reciprocate that attitude is a very, very big deal. And I think the only way that staff members can assist with that is not giving up on the students. Yeah really trying to push them through it yeah that that grit goes both ways right right yeah absolutely fantastic um you also kind of teased in some of your your comments there the this notion about how as a as a school system we're a community and um, i was interested to know why you called your school a community what what is it about your school that you would refer to it as a community i feel like there's always a lot of space between teachers and students, Mm -hmm. um, like on a very professional level. However, I have been able to create friendships with my teachers. Mm -hmm. Um, One of my teachers from freshman year, I still talk to her every day. I still see her every day. I make sure to tell her about what's going on and, you know, what things I see that she could do for her new classes and stuff like that. And so I think that there is just... Yes, there's that professional level, but there is so much um, welcoming, Mm. like pouring out of that school. You know, I enter the school and I'm greeted by the police officer and I'm greeted by, you know, any administrator that's standing outside. I'm greeted by the nurse, the teachers, the office um, assistants and all that. And so I think that just being kind even and being Mm. welcoming really really makes that school a community and how students act with each other is very important as well I think that thing is engraved in our school district you know kindness and empathy and so that is that further becomes engraved within the students and so I like any student that I don't even know you know they have that thing that you know I'm a student at Blue Valley Southwest so I'm going to be kind to everybody around me. That, that's interesting. I want to highlight something because you certainly transferred in from Kentucky, as you, right. as you told us. And uh, this kindness piece is actually one of our Blue Valley virtues right. that we, we speak to. And it, 
it's all the way, you know, where it starts, if you will, in elementary school, and we concentrate on those and teach those and, and reflect on those in so many ways. And uh, it's really kind of heartwarming to hear you speak of your classmates demonstrating, uh, you know, that, that level of both respect and kindness, because as we all know, the world can use a whole dose of that. And so it's, it's nice to know that uh, from a student perspective, you're, you're seeing that uh, throughout, throughout the, um, your school, uh, and as you described it as community. You also said something earlier that um, I want our, our listeners to know about, is that um, we began to know one another through a superintendent's advisory. Right. And so uh, can you tell our listeners a little bit about what that is mm-hmm. and uh, what we do? Uh, right. uh, you know, once a month in, in those conversations. So uh, from each high school, there are four students, one per grade, and we meet like once a month, I think six times in the entire year. And um, they are about an hour, hour and a half meetings, I believe. And I find them to be very interesting. <laughs> I think the conversations we have are really, really important to have. We talk about, you know, school issues that may be arising within the entire district, um, especially taking into account the high schools, of course, because I think that's the time when maybe, you know, things need to change to fit with what the students want, because it's a crucial part of everybody's life. Um, I remember we had a big conversation about what we can do to help students with mental health. That was our focus for the year, which I thought was an excellent focus because it, it is a big deal and it continues to be something that we need to work toward every year no matter how good our school district gets there will always be those little issues and it's something that you know we as a community can perfect and make every single child you know feel that they have a home even within their school so I do think those meetings were amazing, and I I really did speak up in those meetings because yes, I had a lot of I had a, I you know mental health is something that I really I really enjoy speaking about because I think it's very important, um, and I love you know motivational speaking even because I've been through stuff that has really put me down um, in life like bullying and other things like that. So yeah, that council was definitely. You know, it's it's an experience, and I am very excited to continue the next three years of high school on that council. Yeah, we lo- sure. we look forward to you being a part of it, and uh, as you say, as a, as a, I, I want to compliment you because as a freshman, you came in and you were just first of all to be that new, if you will, to the school system, and for people to recognize that uh, hey, this would be a really good person to be on on that um, council, and then for you to come in and just impacted in such a way that we said, hey, who, when, when John and I were talking about who can we, you know, reach out to to get a, gain a student perspective about some of the work that we're doing, and uh, immediately we, we, we thought of, well, of you. you. So um, It is an honor, well, honestly. It is. It's, uh, it, it's an honor to, to serve uh, in, in this capacity with people like you in our school system, so we greatly appreciate that. Um, in each of our podcasts, I always ask our guests to uh, kind of give me some insight relative to their perspective about um, things that we can do. And um, so there's there's three things that I'll ask you to kind of comment on. So one would be 
from your perspective, and we're thinking about the strategic plan and some of those sorts of opportunities that we have in front of us, what are some things that you believe that we should continue doing that, you know, as we take a look at, you know, expanding opportunities or, you know, maybe changing some things, there's probably some things that you would say, hey, don't, don't lose sight of this. This is really important uh, from a student perspective. You know, I, I don't I don't think of anything in particular. I don't I mean, as far as opportunity goes, I think that would be it, you know, just make sure that we continue to do that. Right. Make yeah. sure that okay. the students enjoy coming to school. There you go. Because I enjoy coming to school. There you go. I really do. I enjoy seeing my teachers and, you know, all the students in the school. I think opportunity, honestly, that's what I even say to my friends back home in Kentucky. I'm like This school district is so amazing because it has everything, like everything you could possibly think of, you know, like every class that you want to take is in this school district. Um, That's really all I can think of. Just, you know, keep implementing new things into the school. So that kind of leads to the second question is what are some things that you think that we should start doing? Um, One thing I would say, I feel like it's more of a personal thing, but... um, the science department, yes, I think needs more classes based around medicine, okay, rather than just anatomy, um, because I think, you know, I know it's it's difficult because not everybody wants to take those classes, um, and of course we have caps for like the sports medicine and things mm-hmm. of that nature. But I think even if we just implement more classes into the science department based around medicine, um, that are more specific, mm-hmm. like I don't know therapy. Or, you know, physical therapy. Sure. Or if we have more um, mental health-based classes, like psychology is a very interesting class. And I'm really excited to take it next year. Um, but, you know, maybe just just more classes that explain people. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like I think so. How people work, how the world works. Mm-hmm. Because one thing I hear a lot um, from my sister, she likes to say it a lot, that school never taught me how to write a check or do my taxes, Mm -hmm. which are life things, you know, and not just, you know, those kinds of things that are obligatory in Mm -hmm. life, but, um, you know, just other things, the other things you need to know about the world. So I know we had a conversation once in the student uh, advisory council meeting about how we want a class where the students really focus on the things that are happening in the world around us, like a global class and things Mm -hmm. like that, which I think is an absolutely amazing idea. And it doesn't even have to be just a class. You know, we could start off with a club mm-hmm. that meets every week and talks about things happening in the world right. and our perspective on them. I think it's just really important to implement more stuff about the world rather than just, you know, curriculum and academics mm-hmm. and things like that. You know, the word that comes to mind as I, as I listen to you, and I, I appreciate that because you're challenging us to think in, in different ways, is relevancy. Right. Is things that make things that are relevant, but yes. the science curriculum, for example, is that you know m- make that sort of biology come alive, but do it in such a way that I can see it uh, manifest itself outside of the school walls exactly. in various occupations and opportunities that I uh, that I can have. Okay, yeah. cool. All right. So the last one is sometimes the most difficult. Okay. <laughs> is to say what should we stop doing? I don't see anything happening that's, you know, not working. 
Okay. I mean, I also don't know all the stuff that is happening. Um, but from what I see, I don't think there's anything that needs to be stopped on, like, a district level. Yeah. You know? Okay. Um, yeah, I just, I'm drawing a blank there. That's okay. That's okay. Again, it, uh, it is one of the most difficult questions right. we ask ourselves. Uh, and one of the reasons why I continue to kind of put that out there is because we all know that we have full plates. We have to make sure that they don't become platters. Right. Because then it can kind of devalue some of the things that are most important that we want to put our energies and our resources into. So, uh, so I appreciate that. Well, hopefully um, our listeners have uh, very well understood why we ask you to come here today <laughs> and to speak, um, you know, relative to kind of the future and some of the conversations we're, we're having not only in the um, Superintendent's Council, but also in our strategic planning as we think about the future and, and really kind of um, be challenged by you and your classmates to serve you the best we can and to ask some really hard questions about what we're currently doing and how we can make it better. So we greatly appreciate that. We we want to wish you the best well, uh, year. And... Um, I just think that um, I'm I'm so thankful that we have people such as yourselves, and I know there are, there are a lot of people uh, in our school district uh, that are like you. you you're un- unique in many ways, uh, <laughs> and and we appreciate that. But I also know that you represent um, a significant number of our students that um, want joy in what they do, and they uh, they seek that in in so many ways. And um, we're, we're here to serve all of our students to make sure that all of us, including our teachers, can have joy. I always have said to our staff members that in order for our students to have their very best day, our staff have to have their best day. And uh, it makes the, makes the world go around. Of and course, definitely. all kind of comes back to that kindness, to show a little bit of kindness, and it goes a long way. It is probably my favorite word in the English vocabulary. There you go. Kindness. <laughs> That's an excellent one to uh, uh, to end on. So thanks for, so much for of being course, here. Of course, my pleasure. We, we greatly appreciate it, and uh, we look forward to uh, continuing to serve you and others in the very best way we can, and we want to make sure that the moms and dads and our patrons that are out there listening, that you go and make it a very kind and Blue Valley best day.